Now, the Bobby Curran Show on ESPN Honolulu. All right, good morning. Bobby Curran is uh, on the main line. He'll be back on Monday. Chris Hart and Tanner Hayworth with you this morning here on ESPN Honolulu. Good morning. We'll get a, uh, we'll get our uh, top stories coming up uh, momentarily here on ESPN Honolulu. Um, regarding the, um, the wildfires on Lahaina and Hawaii Island, uh, we found a great source uh, to get the latest information honolulumagazine.com or uh, our sister company hawaiibusinessmagazine.com they've got all the latest on their website so you can definitely check that out uh, if you're looking for an update Uh, on your way in i mean you rarely tell people to hey turn it to another radio station but our uh across the hallway there cbs 1500 every morning if a lot of folks know by now we simulcast Wake Up Today uh, with uh, with KHON2 every morning from 5 to 9. Uh, so you can check that out there. Now, uh, we will have, if there's new information for you uh, that we feel you need to know about uh, the situation on Maui and Hawaii Island, uh, the big island, um, uh, we will uh, have the breaking news as it happens on both of our radio stations. By the way, one of the, uh, a, a couple of stations... You can maybe listen on your smart speaker, or um, I'm not—I guess the internet here on Oahu. But uh, Kaoi, K-A-O-I, and K-P-O-A uh, radio station on Maui is uh, disseminating a lot of information from the ground level, uh, if you will, on Maui. Or if you know, there's no—you know—communication is horrible over there. Uh, so they are getting out information and bringing information to a lot of people. And being in this industry for, well, I started in high school when I was still in high school in 1981. And uh, being, in this, uh, being in this industry, this is where the, the radio industry really shines. And this is why, you know, radio is so important uh, to communities all over the world. And, and these situations is we can quickly get out information to you. So we'll have some more information uh, as it comes out. Um, um, here this morning on ESPN Honolulu and CBS 1500. All right. Tanner Hayworth, our top headlines in sports. We got a no-hitter yesterday from a guy named Michael Lorenzen. Uh, He just got traded to the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, and he throws a no-hitter against the Nationals. How about that? Yeah, it was a really great game by Lorenzen. Another really fun fact about that game last night is their uh, rookie, who whose name is magically wiped away from my screen as I was trying to pull it up. Thank you very much. Uh, but ahead. yeah, but like I was saying, with La go on Lorenzen he's only like seven and seven this year so he's not really like the most prolific pitcher in the MLB but like with baseball it's just the right moment at the right time you're playing the Washington Nationals so that's also (laughs) a really big help on that end too but shout out to Lorenzen um five strikeouts a lot of help from his defense there and yeah I mean great time for him yeah, it's great. Uh, some rookie hit his first hit, and it was a home run. I love the uh, if you saw the video of his mom and his wife, uh, you know, breaking into tears uh, as the game ended. It was a that was a great sports moment. We've got the uh, uh, NFL preseason 
Uh, I don't want to say it officially starts today because it started last week, but uh, the rest of the NFL starts their season uh, today, uh, this weekend, starting with today, we got a couple of games. Well, officially, there won't be a large Aaron Rodgers interview that'll cut out most of the third quarter. So, to me, I think that's an official start to the preseason. Very exciting to watch. We got Texans and Patriots, where you'll see uh, rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud for the Houston Texans, and then the Vikings and Seahawks, where you'll see a whole bunch of other people. Um, a lot of guys you won't recognize. A lot of rookies that you might recognize. This is the start of the sicko part of the NFL season. So may not be necessarily entertaining for the mainstream crowd, but I am extremely excited to watch these games to break down whatever rookie I can find. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, so, yeah, uh, you can check that out. The uh, New England Patriots, now that they have a, now that they have an offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, don't expect to see much because nobody shows much in preseason and there will be no mac jones for the new england patriots makes sense yeah uh little league uh our, our 11 and 12 year olds a little league team from hilo uh did lose yesterday so they uh will not be going to williamsport this year this is it seems like this is the first time in a while that a hawaii team hasn't been to williamsport right well it looks like you know it's unfortunate that it did happen but there's still a lot to be excited for because we also have our Cal Ripken teams who, you know, one was able to play yesterday apparently with a Hawaii Kai Fear 808 getting their win yesterday over in a 7-2 victory over Easton, Massachusetts. And then the New Era, OBRL New Era, they unfortunately got rained out. Yeah, so, I saw I saw in the Star Advertiser, they were, uh, their records, uh, the, the, the latter team you mentioned, their record is 70 they've outscored their opponents 77 to 7. <laughs> wow. Dominant, man. All right, uh let's see NFL I I saw this other thing today that uh uh it just came out this morning when I woke up. I guess there's a guy writing a book, some gambler writing a book. Uh the book is called Gambler: Secrets from a Life of Risk. And in this book, the writer writes about Phil Mickelson uh, I guess he was Phil's bookie. Phil bet more than a billion dollars. A billion dollars he bet on football, basketball, and baseball over 30 years. He once tried to uh, make a $400,000 bet on Team USA to win the 2012 Ryder Cup, which he was playing in. Uh, the the uh, His guy uh, didn't uh, – Billy Walters is the guy's name. Billy Walters would not take that bet. He said, are you kidding? Have you ever heard of Pete Rose? I'm not taking that bet. But he's only, so he's bet a billion. Now, not lost a billion. He's bet a billion dollars, but he's only, he's doing pretty good because he bet a billion, but he's only lost a hundred million. Do you want to know how that happens to be? Mm. So here's some more statistics from his gambling. Okay. He bet $110,000 to win $100,000, a total of 1,115 times. On 858 occasions, he bet $220,000 to win $200,000. The wow. sum of those 1,973 gross wagers came to more than $311 million. In 2011 alone, he made 
3,154 bets. And on one day on two, in 2011, he made 43 bets on Major League Baseball games, resulting in $143,500 in losses in one day. Wow. Are you that bored? Is, is life that boring to you? Man, you talk about an addiction. Now, today, he says uh, he doesn't gamble anymore. A reporter recently asked him, hey, uh, you know, how's your gambling or something? He goes, I don't gamble anymore, and I'm almost a billionaire. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, folks, if you want to text in or call, go ahead at 808-296-1420. Those are your top stories as uh, we get ready for, really, you know what? We're getting ready for high school football as well. Right. And, you know, a lot of really good news, especially for Kona Wina. Now, we talked about them a little bit yesterday because they're playing Long Beach Poly, one of the best high school football teams in the nation. Right. And there was a little bit of worry for Kona Wina. They had a lot of graduating seniors as well as losing their star wide receiver, um, Zedekiah Anahu Ambrosio, because he had announced – oh, he never – officially announced that he was heading out to Bishop Gorman, but it he was just, it was reported. Went. It was reported. <laughs> uh-huh. And then someone texted him and he said, yeah, I'm going to Bishop Gorman. Well, apparently, with a, in a talk with Paul Honda and the Star Advertiser, he was talking with their head coach. Um, I'm trying to remember what the head coach's name, Brad Uemoto. Mm-hmm. And when he was calling him, he said, your call was perfectly timed because on Monday he made a call and Ambrosio's coming back. This is a kid that, you know, last year caught 22 touchdowns as well as three in the state championship. Of course, a game where he was uh, kicked out in the first half after celebrating too much. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Uh, uh, since you're reading that, you do, uh, let's give credit to Paul Honda yes. and the Honolulu Star Advertiser yes. that's, uh, for the story. Of course. But, well, that's, well, that's great news. And uh, if you go to Scoring Live, scoringlive.com, yesterday – I didn't get a chance to get this, uh, but today they have the All-Hawaii Division One football watch list. So this isn't open. Yesterday was Division Two. Today's Division One. I'm assuming they're going to have the uh, All-Hawaii Open Division watch list. So you see uh, towards the top of the list there on offense, they're saying keep an eye out for Zedekiah Anahu Ambrosio. Zedekiah, what a great name. Also, his quarterback, Keoki Alani, well, also I, getting that's there. I, that's what I was about to bring up is that. <laughs> great minds. Know, great minds, well, Chris. No, it's reading, scoring live is what it is. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm getting at is, you know, one of the reasons maybe uh, Keoki Alani, the quarterback for Kona Wine, is on the list is because, you know, Zedekiah is on the list. Or maybe Zedekiah is on the list because Keoki is on the list. But anyway, you got a heck of an offense uh, as, as far as. Um, you know, what people are expecting in Kona Waina there. Uh, we've got a running back from Nana Cooley. He's on the, he's on the hey, pay attention to this guy list. He ran for 631 yards since seven touchdowns uh, in 2021. Last year, 525 yards, 11 touchdowns. So Christian Asinsin, uh, Jaden, Chan- ooh, Jaden, I hope I say this right, Chanel. It looks like Chanel or Channel. Jaden Chanel, Waipahu wide receiver. He's a senior. Pearson Evans from Maui, a running back. Nella Taliaoli. Sorry, Nella. Uh, <laughs> wide receiver from Ili, uh, Iolani. I can't even say Iolani this morning. 
Anyway, I'm not going to read the whole list for you, but uh, check it out. Guys to watch. Uh, guys to watch uh, on the Division One level in high school football. There you go. I just also want to mention Jaden Chanel is one of those IAEA transfers. By the way, did the, the is there, so there's no one from IAEA to watch anymore? Because they all went to Waipahu. Man, okay. Here's <laughs> all right. Here's a here's a here's a kid with the all name. He's on the all. I wanted name to mention team. this too. Zion Junk from Iolani. He's a <laughs> linebacker and a defensive lineman. ILH all-team guy is a sophomore. He's a junior this year. All Hawaii honorable mention by scoring live. Zion Junk. I wonder if he's related to the old fighter. Was it Scott Junk out in Kailua? Ah, I can't remember his name back from back in the day. But uh, anyway, 14 minutes after the hour here on ESPN Honolulu. I want to remind you, Pigskin Pig Out is coming up. It's August 16th, six days away from uh, what Bobby Curran likes to call the uh, the unofficial start to University of Hawaii football <laughs> season. Uh, it's a big block party down at Murphy's Bar and Grill downtown. It's a hosted evening with great food and drink and the auction that everybody loves to participate in as well. It's just a good uh, good time. Uh, Coach Timmy Chang and his staff will be there, along with your fellow UH football fans. So get your tickets at Murphy's, or uh, you can get them online at hawaiibullfoundation.org. Now, before we get a uh, traffic update, the weather situation uh, for today, uh, it's going to be partly cloudy. Now, the red flag warning and wind advisories are POW. So those have been lifted. That's the good news. Uh, It's going to be partly cloudy. It might even rain a little bit on the Big Island in the afternoon. I think we'll have some uh, windward and Malka showers today in certain places, but it's still going to be Uh, Although it's a little cloudy today, it will still be dry with a high near 90. Trades are now down to 10 to 15 miles per hour. Uh, A lot of folks are looking at uh, wondering where they can help. And uh, um, our friend uh, Micah Kane and his staff over at the Hawaii Community Foundation, man, they uh, on their website, the Hawaii Community Foundation website, they got that uh, the donation aspect for the uh, folks on um, Maui. They got that up in no time. I mean, it was in the middle of the day when all the news was coming out. And they're like, hey, you know, they got the word out. I was watching, uh, flipping through stations. One of them said, go to the Hawaii Community Foundation. And basically, you just click a couple of buttons and put in your credit card information. And you can donate. Well, in four hours... The Hawaii Community Foundation raised a million dollars. I don't even know what it's up to now. But yesterday, I mean, it was just right away. Boom, boom, boom. The guy from Hawaii that was one of the co-founders of eBay. I always don't know how to say Pierre's last name. Omidyar. Omidyar. So that guy's foundation threw in $500,000. It's like, what? I'll call to action. So the foundation donates half a million. Half of that million dollars was by his foundation. Other foundations, I don't have it in front of me, and I'm sure they're not doing it for credit or anything, but, uh, you know, a $100,000 donation, a couple of $50,000 donations, and a lot of people who can bet, uh, not bet, <laughs> still on Phil Mickelson, a lot of people who just donate, say, 25 bucks. But uh, anyway, you can go that way if you want to give. Uh, at the Hawaii Community Foundation, there are others. Um, the Foodland uh, made it possible. I don't know if you you you're a Maikai member, but uh, you can make a donation at Foodland 
up to $249. I don't know why that is, but you can uh, that that'll go to the Red Cross. So when you're checking out, they can take donations under $250 at Foodland. Now, you can also donate 250 Maikai points, which is equivalent to a $5 donation. So if you're you got a bunch of points and you're like, "You know what? I Maybe I'm not going to redeem this for, you know, a four-pack of toilet paper. I'll give the $5 to the people who need it uh, on Maui. Um, also, I, I like when uh, when stores do this. At Foodland, you can round up your purchases to the nearest dollar, right? So that's when you're checking out and they're like, okay, that'll be uh, 96 32 Can I round that up to 99 and give the change to the people in Lahaina? And you say yes. So that's what that means. So uh, Foodland, it's not really a commercial for Foodland, but if you're in the area of a Foodland and you want to help or you have the Maikai points, you can go ahead and donate donate those. Another uh, uh, local company that was um, quick to respond to the needs was Hawaiian Airlines. And Hawaiian Airlines uh, came out and said, hey, you know what? They're trying to get all these people from, trying to get all these people from Maui to Honolulu because the shelters are full there and the tourists, you know, maybe come here, send them here, and they can stay at the convention center. Now, in a press conference last night, um, I don't know, oh, gosh, the head of D-Bed was mentioning a lot of people have made it from Maui to Honolulu, but they've booked their own hotel stays. So I imagine the hotels are probably at least 90% full here right now. So... Uh, Hawaiian Airlines is saying if you want to help get those people over here, then uh, you can donate your Hawaiian miles. That was a long way of getting around to saying if you got extra Hawaiian miles, you can donate them uh, to folks who need to get out of Maui. We'll keep you updated this morning along with uh, the latest in sports. Uh, You can text and dial in at 808-296-1420. We'll be right back on ESPN Honolulu. This is the Bobby Curran Show. He'll be back on Monday, folks. Chris Hart and Tanner Hayworth here on ESPN Honolulu. And I dialed, did I dial somebody on my, I butt dialed somebody on my phone, yet it's not on my butt. Sorry. Surprise guest for the show, that means. I guess. (laughs) All right. So we were talking about the the all-name team for high school football players. And um, there's a kid for Iolani. His name is Zion Junk. And I, I does anyone know if he's related to uh, former MMA fighter Scott Punk Howley Funk Junk? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Junk was a he was a good local fighter. Uh, let's see, his MMA record was nine three and one, and I um, I remember seeing him in a fight, and he got he got a low blow, so to speak. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like in the first thirty seconds, it was a headline fight, and they had to take him to the hospital. It was crazy. This has got to be, I don't know, in the in the beginning days of mixed martial arts. But I'm just wondering if there's a relation between the Elani player. I mean, how many people in Hawaii have the last name Junk? It's right? definitely, like, a hard name to have unless you're, you know, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, uh, okay, so there's another name on there, the one that you just pointed out during the break. On the all-name team, here you go. We got Steeler Burley from Kapa'a. Yeah. He's replacing nice. a really great linebacker, too, uh, Solomon Malafu, I think that's what his name was. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, he was a commit to UCLA 
First of all, you know, not to like sideline Steeler Burley, but UCLA got a commit from Kauai. That's insane if you think wow. about that. Talk about the reach of college football these days. But Steeler Burley, definitely very excited to see what he has in offer. Was an all-Hawaii second team during his junior year and an all-KIF selection. So, you know, All good right. luck to you. We're, we're going off of this list of uh, guys to watch from Scoring Live. Okay, last guy. Now, this is a uh, – he's not on the all-name team, but he's an all-name honorable mention. Also from uh, Kapa'a, Bruno Likio. He's the reigning KIF Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, really good player. I just Bruno's a cool name. That's all. He'll say he give you lickings, you know. <laughs> all right, eight zero eight two nine six fourteen twenty. The Zephyr Bruno. Insurance text line is open. Bruno when Likio. Yeah, <laughs> when Likiura. All right. Uh, okay, so we got uh, NFL preseason starting today. Houston and uh, New England and Minnesota and Seattle. Uh, those will be on the NFL Network at 1 and 4 o'clock, respectively. But the NFL season is here. Now, I got a chance to watch Hard Knocks uh, last night. I don't know. Uh, I came away liking Sauce Gardner yes. as a kind of a cool dude. But I, uh, Jeff Ulbrick, boy, does Jeff Ulbrick, former Hawaii linebacker, now defensive coordinator of the Jets, does he have a potty mouth or what? <laughs> I, that's exactly what I was thinking when you were talking about that. But you hey, kiss it gets... your mo- you kiss your mother <laughs> with that mouth. Hey, oh my goodness! He gets the message across. I think oh, one of the, does. I think one of the funniest parts with Jeff Ulbrich was that one part where they're showing uh, a film and it's Aaron Rodgers running to the right and throwing all the way to the left for the oh, touchdown, yeah. and he just goes, "You just gotta live with that, man." Well, he said, it's Aaron you know Rodgers. He, he's the best. You know, he goes, we're, we're, we're really good. You can't defend that. But the, the thing about Jeff Olbin, I don't want to give away too much if someone hasn't seen it, because I guess uh, new episodes drop on Tuesdays. Yes. So Come on, Tuesdays, people. It's, it's, been like two, it's been two days. Two Drops at uh, Tuesdays about, I think, 4 p.m. Hawaii time is when it'll drop on HBO or HBO Max. But um, Jeff Olbin, you know what? He just sounds, and to me, he looks and sounds like a head coach. And if the Jets' defense continues to do what the Jets' defense does, I hope Ulbrich gets credit and not all Robert Sala, because Robert Sala is the head coach, but he's a defensive-minded head coach. So they might think, well, ever since Sala's been there, and it might be a combination of Sala, Ulbrich, whoever the GM is, you know, everybody involved, but... You know, if the Jets' defense continues to, you know, be one of the top def- uh, defenses in the league, I would think that Jeff Ulbrich's name would come up sooner or later in the NFL when they're doing head coaching searches. And this is the thing. It's not like an Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy situation where Eric Bieniemy is like the, in quotes, offensive coordinator, but Andy Reid is actually calling all of the plays. Where Jeff Ulbrich, I think, is actually calling all of the, the defensive stuff because whenever right. you – watch Robert Sala, he is definitely being more of a head coach rather than a play caller. So I think Jeff Ulbrich should get a lot of credit. The first year he was there, it was a little ugly. Last year, though, it was a lot better. So hopefully, you know, that, like you said, that progression stays. That team has only gotten better as they gotten older. A lot of guys got paid there. So you're hoping that that defense can be a solid foundation that Aaron Rodgers can at least do a little bit more than Zach Wilson did for the offense last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, they were showing the uh, Hall of Fame game uh, on there, and um, 
that one great play that Zach Wilson had, that was cool because what it, it what it did was it just basically shows you that the team is behind Zach Wilson. Right. The coaching staff was giddy with uh, uh, they were giddy with happiness. I was going to say, <laughs> but I mean they were just they were so stoked. I mean it was one long pass play, but it was a great pass and great um, catch too. Yeah, a great catch and a great pass uh, by Zach Wilson. And just they were just oh, over their heel, they were just head over heels, really happy for Zach Wilson. So that was nice to see. It's nice to see that Aaron Rodgers actually kind of tries to help the other quarterbacks on that uh, on that in that quarterback room as well. But I don't know. I just entertainment wise, it's the first episode, the very first episode. They're still introducing characters. Uh, I just like the Lions one better. I yeah. like the, the Lions hard knocks way better. Well, because it's an underdog story. That's the thing with the Lions that makes it a lot more intriguing. Right now, the Jets are at that um, limbo mode of, okay, we have to be really good here, and we are expecting ourselves to be really good here. So you're not really expecting much struggle from like the major pieces, like the Aaron Rodgerses, the uh, Sauce Gardners, the, uh, the Garrett Wilsons, you know. You're not expecting a lot of struggle for them. And so with the Detroit Lions hard knocks, there was a lot of rags to riches kind of vibes to it where, you know, obviously they never got to riches. It was much more rags to slightly cleaner rags uh, for the preseason at least. So I think that's why it's a lot more entertaining to watch. Also, I think it's just because the severe lack of Dan Campbell uh, is, yeah. the, is the reason uh, personally. Maybe that's why. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the next episode will be out on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, we'll check your traffic in a moment. Uh, once again, it's going to be partly cloudy and dry today, high near 90. Uh, trades are down 10 to 15 miles per hour, so we do not have uh, the wind advisories or the red flag warnings anymore. Yesterday we were talking about this uh, uh, an app or a website called GoFan. Where OIA, the OIA is selling uh, tickets to uh, you know high school football games. They're they're going mobile, the mobile uh, or digital tickets, so you don't have to wait in line at games and waiting for your paper tickets to the stadium. And so, so we went on the uh, website yesterday, and I think we didn't understand how to use it correctly because now we figured out how to use it. Yeah. Because we we're like, okay, we went here, but they don't have any games available. Or they were listening to the show and they fixed it. Uh, probably not. But <laughs> so the way to go is just, okay, when you go to gofan.co, not gofan.com, gofat, go, gofat, gofan.co, right? And then search for school mass in the little search bar. Just put the name of the school that you want. Okay, I want to go see uh, Farrington High School, right? So I just put Farrington, and that comes up. I click on Farrington High School. Oh, look at that. Uh, they're going to play. Wow, they're charging tickets for JV football too? Well, I think it's JV slash varsity. Okay. So Because I think they always have the JV game before the varsity game. Because right, I sure. know back in um, a couple years ago when we played Lelehua, uh, for Punahou, we had the JV game, and then the varsity game was right afterwards. Okay, yeah, it says football, varsity slash JV. Okay, so anyway, it's 9 bucks. You click how many tickets you want. It tells you that the game is at Pearl City High School. Uh, very cool website, though. 
Yeah, it's uh, awesome now that it's, now, it works out good for us now. General admission is uh, uh, if you're uh, it's for six six year six year olds and above. Really, you're gonna make a seven year old? You have to pay nine bucks for a seven year old to watch football. Come on, you guys. I mean, I know that. I guess you're raising money for the school. I guess, but I mean, you have to be five and under or free. But anyway, if you are uh, planning on going to an OI uh, football game. Or preseason game. They call it preseason. I could say non-league game. But, uh, yeah. Um, what if it's a OIA against the ILH team? Well, if you, you look up. paper if, tickets from the ILH? If you do look up Punahou, at least. Right. They're playing they Mililani. Do, they do have tickets for the preseason Mililani versus Punahou game. Okay. So if you're going to that game, just go to uh, gofan.co. And uh, you can get your tickets online. Super it, easy. It also has the tickets for next month's game between Campbell and Punahou as well. All right. So that's the website. Anyway, as we move on here uh, with, on ESPN Honolulu, remember now, uh, for the latest information, you can check out, really, uh, Honolulu Magazine. Uh, check out their website, HonoluluMagazine.com, for the latest with what is going on uh, on the island of Maui. Now, we've had a lot of brush fires on the Big Island as well, but the Big Island is so open that you don't have all this, you know, the, the buildings in, on fire and things like that. The sad part about what happened yesterday was that it was just, gosh, it's, you know, the death toll went from six all of a sudden to 36 people. It's, I mean, that's a big jump. And who knows if they're done right now. Communication is still really bad. On the island of Maui, you know, all those thousand, twelve thousand people last night without electricity. Um, the a couple of radio stations, uh, Kaoi, uh, eleven ten a.m. ninety five point one FM or KPOA ninety three point five FM on Maui uh, are getting out uh, information and people are calling in and all of that kind of stuff over there. So if you've got relatives over there. Uh, you might want to check out those one of those radio stations. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with things that are going on. Really, lately, a lot of the work on Maui is getting tourists and those people out of the shelters on Maui and getting them here to Oahu. So they had over 2,000 people in shelters yesterday, and they're down to under 1,000 right now. But it's just getting them on buses, getting them to the airports, getting them over here. Uh, to Oahu. So that's kind of one of the undertakings that they're doing on Maui. But there are lots of places uh, to give if you would like. Um, the one off the top of my mind is hawaiicommunityfoundation.org. And that one, it's they online, they can take a minimum, it's a $25 donation minimum uh, to me. And now you can also mail in checks. Go to the Hawaii Community Foundation's website. And uh, check it out. So if you if you're like, hey, you know what? I'll give ten bucks. I, I I can't I can't do twenty five. That's okay. Uh, mail them a check. Send it to them. I'm sure they're not going to send it back to you and say, oh, this is too little. <laughs> that's not that's not what they're there for. But um, yeah, the folks at uh, Hawaiian Electric, uh, Hiko is sending out information to media saying, hey, you know what, guys on Maui or people trying to get a hold of uh, relatives or family or friends on Maui. Hey, please be patient. We're working as fast as we can. So we should recognize 
not just first responders like your um, your fire departments and police and EMTs and ambulance workers and the National Guard who is over there, all the people trying to help, but also, you know, your guys from the um, guys who are probably you know working around the clock as well from Hiko or um, um, is it Hiko on Maui or is it like Miko? Um, it wouldn't be yeah. Anyway. Updates are available at hawaiianelectric.com if you want more information on that. Now, this is we're a sports radio station, and uh, we're here for you if you uh, want to get away from some of this stuff. Uh, that's what we're here for. But um, we also will give you information, new information, as it comes in. Our sister station, CBS 1500, you've heard on the radio already, uh, has a uh, we, we simulcast. Dis- uh, natural disaster information with uh, uh, KHON2. So their team is out working around the clock, and every morning from 5 to 9, we simulcast Wake Up Today. So on your way into work, uh, you will have that information on the radio uh, on uh, CBS 1500 AM. So nothing new to report right now. FEMA, thank goodness for FEMA. Uh, they are on the ground. Now, if this was something that happened on Oahu, we would probably, you know, one of the things we might be doing is broadcasting from that studio that was built for CBS 1500 down in Sand Island. I don't know if you folks caught that on the news or uh, you're aware of that, but uh, CBS 1500 is the designated state radio station from FEMA. So in the case of a natural disaster, like we've seen uh, on Maui, maybe it's uh, something nuclear, maybe it's a, you know earthquake, tsunami, all of that stuff, there's a studio down at Sand Island that will uh, stay on the air while everything else is out. And the main reason they built this studio um, here on Sand Island is uh, it... It's a way for the President of the United States to uh, communicate with the people of Hawaii. So they have ones in different markets throughout the country. And uh, this studio is built where you shut the doors and you're broadcasting from there. It stays on the air when everything else is out. There's a cot and there's a toilet and there's a food supply for three months. It's pretty unbelievable. And uh, thank good. I hope we never have to use it, obviously. But... For us on Oahu, uh, that's uh, that's there. But as far as uh, radio stations on Maui, again, uh, disseminating info and stuff like that, Kaoi and KPOA are there for you. If you uh, want coverage of uh, what's going on on Maui and the Big Island, uh, the wildfires, our sister station, CBS 1500, the place to be here on Oahu. It's Chris Hart and Tanner Hayworth. Bobby Kern will be back on Monday. And kind of the big news for the last couple of days has been this rumored move of the ACC looking at Cal and Stanford. Now, obviously, if you haven't heard the news yet, uh, Cal and Stanford, they're the two of the four remaining Pac-12 teams after all of the conference realignment. And the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, 
might uh-huh. be synonymous with the East Coast there, uh, have you know said that they are very interested in at least pursuing Cal and Stanford. But according to sources uh, telling ESPN, uh, ACC presidents met Wednesday night, and the pursuit of Cal and Stanford for membership hit significant roadblocks. Right. So, so what it is? So what it is is it's um, it's funny. We thought that they would be interested, but when not enough, when it, when they they it wouldn't even come to a vote because the presidents are like, nah, I don't even need to vote. My, my, they they didn't take it to a vote. Too many people would say no. But why do you think that is? Is it just travel? Well, I think it's travel, and they're also dealing with their own issues of trying to deal with, okay, what do we do with Clemson and Florida State? How do we appease them? And certainly adding two West Coast schools I don't think really does much for the conference in total. It isn't even about travel for student athletes. What is the benefit for the ACC for adding these two schools? There really isn't any, in my opinion. The only team's that would be benefiting from this is Cal and Stanford because they have been power five schools for basically forever. And they're used to so much funding for a lot of their sports that without that kind of funding from a major uh, media rights deal, like the ones they were getting from when they were the part of the PAC 12, I think that without that kind of funding, we're going to see a lot of kind of trickle-down issues when it comes to their Olympic sports, something that Stanford is known for. That's why, you know, the Pac-12 was called the, camp, the Conference of Champions, I would say, mostly because of Stanford <laughs> winning every single national champions, champions. when Mike Garrett was running on the field in 1969. Exactly. So I, it's, it's a conference rife of tradition, and without Stanford winning a lot of Olympic uh, yeah. sports uh, championships, I'm not sure how much the Conference of Champions would be, you know, themselves. And so when you talk about this move to ACC, the biggest, per, the biggest um, team that basically wanted it was Notre Dame. And now you might be wondering to yourself, wait, isn't Notre Dame an independent school? Well, yes, in everything but football. Oh, uh, other way around. They're independent in only football, but they are partners with the ACC for absolutely everything else. But because of that, they don't really have a vote uh, when it comes to a situation like this. So (laughs) Notre Dame is clamoring for these teams to get in so that they can have the funding. But no one else is like, well, who cares, man? I don't really care what you got to say to us, Notre Dame, unless you want to join the ACC in full time. Why should we really, you know, respect what you want? Yeah, they gave it a shot. I mean, and there are some presidents who like the academic standards of Cal and Stanford, but that's about it. But right. so that looks like it's dead. But there's also the thought of, well, maybe SMU to join the ACC. Look, if the AC, the ACC might have to consider these kinds of things because you don't know in today's world, you don't know if if Clemson or Florida State, are going to be there next week. Right. And the funny thing, you mentioned SMU. They had talked about joining and being like, hey, we will not, we, we won't even ask for any money for the media rights deal. Like, we'll ask for a significant drop-off in media rights deal money if you just let us join your conference. They've said that for them. I think they also said that to the Big 12 as well. So they're ready to just kind of make a step up and then in the future hopefully get some money from these media rights deals. But I think SMU, you know, one of the kind of big um, donators, if you think of, they had that whole death penalty issue with, what, was it Eric Dickerson? 
from like the yeah it was good old the, times. Uh, the, the Pony Express yeah, backfield. But I mean, they're, they've they've recovered from that, right? They've never but they're, been the, but they're, they've, the, they've never been the power uh, that they were. No. But maybe because they were cheating. But at the same time, look, they're in Dallas. It's a it's a big market. They're um, not desperate for money. Yeah, but I mean, there's only so. I mean, it doesn't make sense to join them and not take any money. True, right? I mean, take what you're used to, and that's why a lot of these uh, these um, established teams in these conferences, uh, they they you know they, they don't want to give up any of their money. That's something. Even though, look at how big these contracts are. These television contracts, they're still all nope. I want all ours. So if it doesn't make sense and it's going to cost money for them to travel, I can see why they're not even considering to vote yeah. on Cal and Stanford. 